Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Support WrestleTalk! Give us a subscribe. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Russell Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Russell Ramble Podcast. I am Luke Owen and I'm actually not joined by anyone. Yeah, usually with these fancy booking warfare episodes, like I would have the person that I was facing off against or the two people that face off against each other would be here to kind of talk about the show itself but we sort of forgot to record that and Laurie's now on holiday for the Christmas period so I'm just here to do this on my own so anyway it's fantasy book and warfare the topic is Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey at Wrestlemania 35 thank you so much to all of our pledge hammers that voted for this over at patreon.com forward slash wrestle talk we're going to kick off with mine and end with Laurie's and then the show will basically end but do head over to YouTube and make sure you vote for who you think has the best fantasy booking warfare for this topic. Anyway, that's enough from me. Let's get into it. Enjoy the show. So my booking starts in the week before Survivor Series, particularly following that Raw where hashtag Facebreaker broke the face of Becky Lynch. So we are going to do a bit of history rewriting. Things like Shayna Baszler lost the NXT Women's Championship to Kyrie Sane at NXT TakeOver WarGames. But that should be about the only bit of history we rewrite. So it's the SmackDown following hashtag Facebreak and Becky Lynch comes out for a promo complete with a shiner given to her by Nia Jax. She says that the medical staff at WWE have said she cannot compete at Survivor Series against Ronda Rousey. And while this is bad news for everyone who ordered the WWE Network just to watch her break the arm of Ronda, this is great news for Rousey as she won't be embarrassed on pay-per-view in front of the whole world. Lynch says that she has to pick someone to take her place at Survivor Series this Sunday and she calls out Charlotte Flair. Flair eventually comes out and Becky looks at her solemnly. She said that they have taken each other to hell and back again. She admits that she's not proud of some of her actions like walking out at Super Showdown and for the things that she said about Flair never earning her spot. She knows that Flair has earned everything she's got in this company. The first Helena Cell match, the first main events of a pay-per-view, even the SmackDown Women's Championship victory at SummerSlam. Becky says that she never hated Flair, but Flair earned her utmost respect at Evolution. Charlotte wouldn't stay dead and buried even though Becky had left her in that position. She tells Charlotte that there is only one woman she trusts to take on Ronda Rousey at Survivor Series, and that woman is Charlotte Flair. Flair doesn't say anything during all of this, she just listens. Eventually, she lifts up her microphone and says, I won't let you down, champ. 
They shake hands and they hug. It's a lovely moment and it puts a bow on the Flair and Becky feud. So now we're at Survivor Series and it's the main event of the show. I won't go into which brand has more wins and losses because really that sort of thing doesn't matter. The important thing is that this is the main event of the show. It's Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. They have the same awesome match they had on that show, only in this version Ronda is showing slightly more heelish tendencies. After a series of reversals, Flair locks in the figure eight and it looks like Ronda is about to tap. When from out of nowhere, Shayna Baszler, Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir jump the barricade and dive into the ring to attack Flair. Ronda scurries into the corner to recover as the other three beat down Flair. Eventually Ronda stands up and has this look on her face that says, the hell are you guys doing? But then she gets a wicked smile on her face and they all attack Flair. From the back, Bailey and Sasha Banks run down to make the save, but the numbers game gets too much for them. And the MMA horsewomen stand tall to end Survivor Series. On the following Raw, Ronda and her new best friends come out to the ring with Rousey introducing each person to the main roster audience. However, Stephanie McMahon comes out and reveals that while Ronda is signed to Raw, the other three are not. But she is a fair woman and she's going to give them a chance to win their spots on the show. Shafir beats, let's say, Dana Brooke very quickly. But in a tag match between Baszler and Duke and Ember Moon and Natalia, Bailey and Banks come down and cause a distraction, allowing Moon to get the pin on Jessamine Duke. Rousey and Shafir are furious in the ring, tending to their friends as Bailey and Banks walk up the ring with big old smiles on their face. On the following SmackDown, we see Becky come out for a promo recapping what happened at Survivor Series and the previous night's Raw, and she reveals that she's had a conversation with Paige about how the losers from that show would be a lot of fun to have around on SmackDown as their good target practice before Becky finally gets her hand on Ronda. Shayna Baszler comes out and reveals that part of her contract for signing with SmackDown would be that she gets a guaranteed championship match at TLC, which Becky gives a big old smile about. The war is on. At TLC, we see Ronda Rousey successfully defend her Raw Women's Championship against Sasha Banks, but we also see Baszler capture the SmackDown Women's Championship from Lynch due to interference from Duke. The closing shot of the show is once again the MMA horsewomen standing on the ramp, only this time with both women's championships, while the WWE horsewomen lick their wounds in the ring. Heel heat. In the build-up to the Royal Rumble in January, it's announced that Bayley will face Ronda Rousey for the Raw Women's Championship, and Shayna will defend her title against Naomi. To be honest, it could have been anyone, really, because Baszler's going to win. Ronda also successfully defends her championship, but with no interference. In the Rumble match itself, it comes down to Becky, Flair, Banks, Shafir, and Duke. This next bit isn't really important to my overall story, but I do want to put a bow onto everything I possibly can. So there's a spot during the Rumble where Nia Jax punches Becky in the face with her hashtag facebreaker, only this time Becky completely no-sells it and goes to town on Nia, eventually throwing her out on her own. So anyway, back to the important bit, the final five of Becky, Flair, Banks, Shafir and Duke. A Baszler distraction on the outside leads to Charlotte Flair getting eliminated by Duke and then she and Shafir dump out Banks. It's now Becky versus Shafir and Jessamine Duke on her own. They play this up on commentary like a real Becky versus the world scenario, including a spot where she eliminates both of them, but Baszler distracts the referee so they don't see the eliminations. Eventually, with straight fire in her belly, Becky eliminates both Marina Shafir and Jessamine Duke and wins the 2019 Royal Rumble. Baszler is on the outside furious and Ronda comes out onto the ramp from the back holding up her title. Becky grabs the microphone and tells Ronda that her days as champion 
are numbered. On the following Raw, it's announced that Ronda Rousey is not allowed to defend her championship at the request of Becky Lynch, because she wants to make sure that she faces Ronda at WrestleMania and no one else. The build to Mania is all built around the MMA Horsewomen vs WWE Horsewomen feuds, including a 4 on 4 war at Elimination Chamber. And while it may feel like I'm booking more of a horsewomen fantasy, in reality these matches, angles and feuds are all done to build intrigue and make you want to see Becky vs Ronda. They're always kept apart as much as possible in all of these matches and moments. They will have epic stare downs and promos, as well as some powerful points to the Wrestlemania sign, but very rarely do they actually touch in the build up to Mania. In fact in the 4 on 4 match they never touch at all. It's always teased, but it never quite pays off. You're just gonna have to wait until WrestleMania to see them clash. Also in this time, Stephanie McMahon and Paige make a joint announcement for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships with a tournament that will be contested over Raw, SmackDown, NXT and NXT UK, with the titles being defended across all four brands. This culminates at Fastlane, where Bayley and Banks defeat the Riot Squad in Block A, while Duke and Shafir defeat Trish Stratus and Lita in Block B. And yes, Duke and Shafir can be tag team partners because the belts can be defended across all four brands, you see. Again, this is all just colour for the real story, which is Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey. I'd just like to put these bits in. In the Rawls and Smackdown leading into Mania, they air a lot of video packages to hype the Rousey and Lynch match, with sit-down interviews with Becky and Ronda, with comments from people that they've faced along the way. We want to make this feel like a legitimate fight. The videos put over that Rousey is undefeated and no one has even come close to beating her in ring. She has never been pinned, she has never been submitted, she is undefeatable. On the Smackdown Before Mania, Flair is having a match with Jessamine Duke in preparation for her bout with Baszler for the Smackdown Women's Championship of Mania, which by the way is also happening. When all of a sudden on the video screen, we see Ronda Rousey attacking Becky backstage and locking in the armbar. The same scene we saw just before Survivor Series, but you know, the other way round. Ronda walks out to the Smackdown ring with Todd Phillips shouting about how she's a Raw star, she shouldn't be here. And she gets in the ring and she beats down Charlotte Flair with Jessamine Duke. Baszler runs out from the back with Shafir and they all beat down Flair. But here comes Becky with a chair! She runs down to the ring and clears house, waffling Duke and Shafir with a chair. Flair throws Baszler out of the ring and Becky reverses a Ronda strike into the Disarmer, only for the other four horsewomen to drag her out of the ring. Becky does that finger thing, you know, the one that says, ooh, that were close. All of this will come to a head at WrestleMania 35, with the whole show being billed as Horsewomen versus Horsewomen. They dominate the posters, with Becky and Rousey being the front and center of all the show's marketing. They even do a press conference on the Saturday before Mania, the same night as the Hall of Fame, and invite real press to the main event. And I do mean real press, you know, people like ESPN, not just online bloggers or cultaholic. This gives Ronda and Becky the chance to deliver what would essentially come across as unscripted promos from answering questions from the press about their fight. As you would imagine from a press conference in WrestleMania times, it would break down into a shoving match and a brawl breaks out with the other horsewomen trying to hold back their respective leaders. It's chaos, but it makes headlines to build even more interest into this WrestleMania main event. 
So here we are, WrestleMania 35. We've seen horsewomen clash with other horsewomen throughout the night as Marina Shafir and Jessamine Duke capture the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships and Shayna Baszler retaining her SmackDown Women's Championship against Charlotte Flair. But now here we are, the main event of the show. Becky comes down to the ring, the challenger, accompanied by Bailey, Charlotte Flair and Sasha Banks, ready to face down the champion Ronda Rousey, who comes down to the ring with the SmackDown Women's Champion Shayna Baszler, along with the newly crowned WWE Women's Tag Team Champions Marina Shafir and Jessamine Duke. As a nice little extra, they even bring in Michael Buffer to do the introductions, you know, to give this a real big fight feel about it. In the corner to my left, the challenger. She hails from Dublin, Ireland, a former two-time SmackDown Women's Champion and the winner of the 2019 Royal Rumble, Becky Lynch. And in the corner to my right, she hails from Venice Beach, California. She has never been pinned. She has never submitted. She is the undefeatable Raw Women's Champion, Ronda Rousey. I won't go blow for blow in the match because I'll leave that to the agents, but suffice to say there's no interference or schmoz, it's just a classic WrestleMania main event, ending with Becky Lynch tapping out Ronda Rousey with the Tasama and becoming the new Raw Women's Champion. She celebrates around the ring as the crowd goes wild, the MMA horsewomen walking up the ring, ooh, dejected, yeah, we lost. And then the WWE horsewomen lift aloft the new face of WWE, the man, Becky Lynch. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
I'm going to start my booking right where we are at the time of recording this, about to head into TLC, where Ronda Rousey is set to face facebreaker Nia Jax, and Becky Lynch has to defend her SmackDown Women's Championship in a triple threat TLC match against Charlotte Flair and Asuka. Because Becky's not on Raw, her match will no doubt be up first, both in real life and in my fantasy booking. So Asuka makes her entrance first to a huge pop following her ending on SmackDown where she was standing tall over both Charlotte and Becky. Miss Flair is out next with a far more muted response and she seems pretty pissed. Then Becky comes out, obviously, to a near rapturous pop. As the competitors are announced and Asuka gets a pop, Charlotte gets another meek little cheer and Becky gets a hero's welcome, Charlotte snaps and barrels into Becky, knocking her down and then goes straight after Asuka. She quickly breaks out the kendo stick to wail on both foes with devastating strikes and stands tall. But rather than set up a ladder and attempt to go after the title dangling above the ring, she just continues to lay strikes in on Asuka. This gives Becky the chance to compose herself and fire back. From here, the match goes back and forth with Lynch, Asuka and Flair all taking turns to be in control. Tables are set up, people go through them, ladders are jumped off, chairs meet backs. You know the drill. The finale comes as Lynch, who has been speared through a table in the corner, is laying still. Charlotte swings a kendo stick, cutting Asuka's legs out from under her. Bloody murder in her eyes. She locks on the figure four and then bridges into the figure eight. Asuka screams because there are no rope breaks here. Thankfully, Becky is around and Lynch manages to power to her feet. She stomps Charlotte flat, legs still entwined with Asuka. Becky then rolls them both over, reversing the pressure. Now it's Charlotte's turn to scream, a scream which only gets louder as Lynch locks on a disarm her. And with her legs locked and her arm wrenched backwards, Charlotte taps with her only free arm. But it doesn't end the match. However, Becky, having seen the tap, smiles and just lets go. She moves over and starts to set up a ladder, clearly struggling after the brutality of the match so far, but she begins to climb. Asuka then struggles to her feet after the damage of being in the figure eight for so long and begins to climb the other side. The two make the top at the same time and begin to slowly trade stiff blows, but neither woman falls. Eventually Asuka stops swinging and just reaches for the title, absorbing a few strikes from Lynch in the process. Becky, realizing that her reign is in jeopardy, also gets her hands around the belt. As this is happening, Charlotte has grabbed hold of the discarded kendo stick and used it to help her stand on wobbly legs. She's cradling the left arm that Becky locked the disarmor on, meaning that she can only swing the kendo stick with one hand. She manages to get enough heft behind it to strike one of the women on the ladder. And that's Asuka, who tumbles to the canvas. Charlotte then drops to her knees, propping herself up on the kendo stick, the last of her energy spent. Lynch, who is still holding the title, unclips it and retains. Some of this will pay off later, maybe. Who knows? Later in the show, the stage is set for Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey. Nia comes out first, alone, no sign of Tamina. Ronda enters with a pretty mean look on her face. At the bell, Ronda runs wild on Nia. She has been waiting to get her hands on her for weeks. She lays in strikes and kicks and then the judo throws come out. With Nia down, she grabs an arm and starts to get herself set up for the armbar. But that's when Tamina walks out onto the stage, carrying a limp ember moon across her shoulders. 
With Rhonda's latest best friend seemingly unconscious on the entrance ramp, she lets Naya go and steps out of the ring to confront Tamina, who has dropped Moon and is standing over her halfway up the ramp. But before Rhonda reaches Tamina, Naya charges into her from behind, sending her sprawling on the steel ramp. Naya then proceeds to toss Rhonda into every solid surface she can find during the 10 count before dumping her back into the ring where the beatdown continues. Eventually, Naya hoists Ronda onto her shoulders looking for the Samoan drop, but Rousey manages to roll off, keeping hold of one arm to deliver a judo throw as she lands on her feet. But as Naya tumbles over Ronda's back, her trailing leg catches the referee, sending them sprawling to the outside. Ronda, having kept hold of the arm, but not noticing that the official was down, looks to lock in the armbar, only to be jumped from behind by Tamina. With the referee entirely unconscious, Naya and Tamina just take it in turns to maul Rousey. We've got a super kick from Tamina, a Samoan drop from Naya, etc. Naya then tells Tamina to hold Rousey still. She grabs her up, holding her with her arms behind her back. Naya reaches forward and raises up her chin with her left hand. She looks at Ronda and then she looks down at her right hand, slowly clenching her fingers into a fist. She's looking to break Ronda's face. At that exact moment, a crack rings out around the arena as a chair collides with Naya's right arm. It's Becky Lynch. She lays in more strikes to Naya's arm, forcing her to the ground, and gives Tamina a couple for good measure, who drops Rousey, leaving her slumped, and she powders to the outside. Lynch continues the assault, paying particular attention to Naya's arm, and as she screams and writhes in pain, a battered Rousey can only look on. Lynch then grabs Naya's arm, threads it through the middle of the chair. She takes one look at Rousey, who can only shake her head. Becky steps forward and stamps on the chair. She looks at Rhonda, who shakes her head and mouths no. Becky smiles and turns as if to step out the ring. But she stops at the ropes, before walking back over to Naya and locking on the disarm her through the chair. Naya's screams are gut-wrenching, but this only seems to egg Lynch on, who gives one final yank, hyper-extending the limb, which Naya sells as if it's been broken. Lynch stands up, slides the chair off, bows to Ronda while gesturing to Naya, and climbs out of the ring, pushing the official back in as she exits through the crowd. Ronda climbs to her feet, entirely unsure of what has just gone on. She stands above the screaming Naya and thinks for a moment, before taking the arm as the official finally stirs. Naya taps before Ronda can even lock on the armbar fully. Ronda retains, and we see Becky applauding from within the crowd. Later in the show, we find out that Naya has a broken arm and is receiving emergency medical treatment. On Raw the following night, Rousey comes out to the ring. She's not smiling, she's not mean-faced, she looks sad. She says that she feels guilty about what happened last night, that as vindictive as Nia Jax is, she didn't deserve to be injured. She feels guilty that she didn't do something to stop Becky Lynch from breaking Nia's arm. She feels guilty that she retained her title in the way she did. She wanted to be a fighting champion. And throughout this year, she has proved that she is someone who will fight to retain her title against all comers. But it's not right to retain the title at any cost. She should have let the match be called off. She should have taken the DQ loss. She's sorry. She hasn't lost a match yet, and her competitive streak kicked in. But she won't let that come between her and doing what is right from now on. Over on SmackDown, Becky cuts a promo saying that not only did she beat Asuka and Charlotte Flair to retain her title at TLC, but she beat Nia Jax so well that the hashtag Facebreaker has been completely disarmed. This was revenge. 
Nia cost Becky the opportunity to put Ronda Rousey in her place. She cost Becky five weeks of doing the thing she loves, fighting. But now it's Nia who is the one who is paying. This wasn't about helping Ronnie, this was about revenge. TLC was just the perfect opportunity to do it. After all, pay-per-views are the best of both worlds, where all of the roster comes together. Well, she showed Jax the worst of this world. And this is the man's world. The next few weeks see Rousey and Lynch looking strong in some showcase matches on their respective shows, and the vicious banter between them continues on social media, as you'd expect. On SmackDown, Asuka claims that she should be champion. She had her hands on the belt, and it was only Charlotte choosing to let her friend win, rather than actually being competitive that cost her the title. Charlotte interrupts and says that she should be champion. She was supposed to face Becky one-on-one -on -one before Asuka snuck her way into the match. Asuka says she defeated eight women in a battle royal to have a shot at the title. What did Charlotte do? Charlotte says, eight women? I'll defeat any number of women to take a shot at Becky again. They can form an orderly queue. But you, you're first in line. Paige here, you'll defeat any number of women to have a shot at the title. How about 30? Because Charlotte Flair, you're going to be in the second ever Women's Royal Rumble. And so will Asuka. So all of the pre-Rumble build on SmackDown centres on the idea of Charlotte Flair and Asuka, whose feud has got so out of control in the past few weeks that they've been entered first and second as punishment. Ronda and Becky are at ringside for the actual Rumble match, and they have a tense confrontation when they meet before it actually begins, with Ronda shouting at Becky for interfering in her match at TLC. Charlotte and Asuka start things off with a truly vicious battle, trading signature move after signature move, but always finding their way back to each other during the match, until enough women have actually joined to be able to separate them. Now, after being on the ends of separate beatdowns from the assembled superstars and legends, the pair manage to fire up and begin to work together to eliminate the competition. They work their way through the final 10 competitors with ease, dumping number 29 over the top and facing off in the centre of the ring. The final two women standing. Except they aren't, because the crowd begin to count down. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. The women both turn towards the Titantron. Five, four, three, two, one. <clears throat> Nia Jax's music hits. Because in my fantasy booking world, Mixed Match Challenge doesn't exist, so we don't have to have Carmella or Alicia Fox come in at 30. Anyway, Nia Jax's music hits. Asuka and Charlotte look stunned. Wasn't she injured? Isn't she out? They're staring at the ramp because Nia hasn't come out yet. Except she has. She's come out from the crowd and she's attacked Becky from behind, dumping her into the ring post, while Tamina does the same to Ronda Rousey. Nia then slides into the ring and double clotheslines Asuka and Charlotte over the top rope while they're still wondering, what the hell's even going on, man? Nia wins the rumble, drags Lynch into the ring, holding her by the hair. She points at Lynch and then she points up to the WrestleMania 35 sign. On Raw, Nia comes out and says that she won the Rumble, not to win a shot at the SmackDown title, but to humiliate Becky Lynch. Lynch may have broken her arm, but she will break Becky's body, she will break Becky's spirit. Becky will never wrestle again once Nia is through with her. Her execution day is set. For the next three months, Lynch knows that she's a dead man walking. Later in the show, Alexa Bliss, who is GM because that's fun, reveals that the winner of the women's elimination match will get a shot at the Raw women's title at WrestleMania. Over on SmackDown, Becky says that she's not scared of Nia, even though Nia called her a dead man walking. Well, 
There's been a knife to Lynch's back ever since she got to SmackDown Live. The entire roster wanted to keep her away from this title. All of the management wanted to keep her away from this title. But now she has it. She won't let it go for anything. And anyway, she's already broken the facebreaker once before. One person she hasn't broken, though, is Ronda Rousey. And they have unfinished business. But unfortunately, Lynch says, I already have a match at WrestleMania. The next week on Raw, Sasha Banks, because I like her, wins a chance to be in the Elimination Chamber after beating the entire Riot Squad in a gauntlet match, because that would also be fun. But Bliss, being a heel and looking to stack the deck, adds the entire squad as a reward for good sportsmanship in the gauntlet match, filling four of the six places. The following week, Natalia wins a qualifier and Banks says it's unfair that she and Natty had to win places and everyone else is just being added willy-nilly. Bliss says, hey, I'm the GM and I get to make the decisions. Banks says, who are you going to add next then? Alicia Fox? Mickey James? Bliss laughs and says, no, I'm not going to add Mickey James. I'm adding La Luchadora, of course. So Ronda is at ringside for the Elimination Chamber match, which sees Banks starting things off against Sarah Logan. It's back and forth action, but Banks seems to have the upper hand until Liv Morgan enters. The pair then work over Banks until Natty enters and even things up. Morgan is eliminated just as Ruby Riot is released from her chamber. The Riot Squad managed to get rid of Natty and begin to work on Banks. Finally, La Luchadora is released from her cell. The remaining Riots let her join in on playfully kicking Banks around the ring. The riots laugh and Ruby goes for the pin on Banks, but La Luchadora stomps her to break it up. Ruby jumps to her feet and says, Mickey, what the hell are you doing? Luchadora shoves Riot to the ground, reaches up, takes off the mask, and it's revealed to be Becky Lynch. Rousey is shocked at ringside. Lynch hits a huge Bexploder on Logan and pins her one, two, three. Becky helps Banks to her feet and an amazing three-way battle ensues. Eventually, Riot taps to the Banks statement and it's just Becky and Sasha left. There are near falls and submission reversal after submission reversal, but eventually, Becky hits a Bexploder through the side of a chamber, chucks Banks in the ring and pins her one, two, three. After the match, Becky grabs a mic and says, I know I said that I already had a match at WrestleMania, so Ronnie would have to wait. Well, now it looks like I have two. Rousey is apoplectic. On Raw, Ronda cuts a promo on Becky saying that she's interfered for far too long. She's a SmackDown star. She shouldn't be getting into Raw's business. Becky comes out on Raw with the SmackDown title held aloft. She says that she fought harder for this title than any woman before her, than any woman could, because she is the man. She fought hard for this title, but she also fought hard for that title. And now she's earned her shot. Ronda says that's fine, because she has a match with Nia Jax at Mania too. She could either walk out of there a double champion or with absolutely nothing. Bliss then arrives and says that while Becky wasn't technically supposed to be in the Elimination Chamber match, she admires her gumption, so will honour her as the number one contender. But it's not fair that only a SmackDown star has the option of walking away as a double champion at Mania. That's why Nia Jax will face Ronda Rousey at Fastlane for the Raw Women's Championship. That way, when Nia wins at Fastlane and at WrestleMania, she can bring both belts back to SmackDown. Nia and Tamina then jump Rousey and Becky ending the show. 
We fast forward to Fast Lane, and Becky bests whoever she's in a match with, it doesn't really matter at this point. But during the Ronda slash Nia match, the exact same thing happens as happened at TLC. Becky intervenes to stop Nia and Tamina from toppling Ronda after the referee takes a bump. But this time, as she goes to lock on a disarmor, Ronda drags her off and they begin to brawl. The referee stirs and sees Lynch deck Rousey, causing the match to end in a DQ and for Ronda to pick up the win, which she does not look best pleased about. On Raw, Ronda looks dour again. She said that Lynch has been causing havoc in Raw's matches for too long and that Ronda's winning streak is intact, but there is a black mark against two of those victories now. At WrestleMania, she's gonna beat Lynch clean in the center of the ring and put an end to this. On SmackDown, Lynch cuts a promo of her own, saying she's sorry for interfering. It's kind of selfish, really. She just wants Ronnie all to herself. She wants to prove that she's better than the baddest woman on the planet, even on her worst day, because she already has to defend her title at WrestleMania, and even if she's tired and beaten and bloody, she'll take Ronda's too. Because this whole time, while you thought I was interfering just to mess with you, to get inside your head. I've been the one keeping you fresh. So that when I do beat you, you have no excuses. She drops the mic and she walks out. Come Mania, Rousey and Becky is set for the main event. But first, obviously, Becky has to defend her title against Nia Jax in the opener of the show. Nia has Tamina in her corner and Lynch is all alone. Fortunately, it doesn't actually matter because this is a Goldberg on Brock Lesnar level of mauling from Lynch. Becky goes straight for Nia's surgically repaired arm, hitting it with hard strikes, her running twisting leg drops, and then quickly posting Tamina so she can lock in the disarm her. Nia Jax has been well and truly dealt with now. So the show passes, Becky is still SmackDown Women's Champion, and now stands on the precipice of becoming the first ever double women's champion. The match with Rousey is an absolute belter with amazing back and forth action. And then in the final stretch, just as it looks like Lynch has the upper hand against a tiring Rousey, Nia Jax appears, clocking the referee from behind with a brutal left hand. And she then proceeds to beat down Becky Lynch with the help of Tamina. Nia and Tamina work over Lynch's arm and then leave her laying there and they gesture to Rousey to finish the job as they step out of the ring and head to the back as a new official runs down the ramp. Rousey looks at the downed Lynch, seemingly conflicted. She stands and takes Lynch's arm. She steps one leg across, looking like she's about to lock in the armbar, but she doesn't. She steps back, keeping hold of the hand, and she hoists Lynch to her feet. As Becky stands, she clasps Rhonda's hand in a mutual show of respect. And then she gives one big yank pulling Ronda off balance and forcing her to the ground into a disarmor. Ronda fights as much as she can, but she's in the center of the ring. She's left with no choice but to tap out. Becky is now the first ever double women's champion. The pyro goes off, the celebration begins, the end graphic comes up as Lynch stands tall on the ramp and as the show closes, leaving Ronda at ringside. But then Lynch is blindsided by three figures. Shayna Baszler, Marina Shafir and Jessamine Duke who kick the living crap out of Lynch. Rousey stumbles up the entranceway to see the other three horsewomen with the downed Lynch. She pushes them out of the way to cover Lynch's body, stands up, thinks for a second, takes her arm as if to pull her up, and instead locks on a vicious armbar. The show goes off the air.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.